What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You may have heard of the name Banksy. He is a guerrilla street artist. In America, I think we have somebody greater than Banksy. We have Sabo. He is a guerrilla street artist, is in California, and he just brought his wares to Dallas to the United, uh, sorry, the American Airlines Arena during the big uh, UFC fight between Jake Paul and Nate Diaz. He went after American Airlines, their woke policies, and all around the American Airlines Center were these posters that looked absolutely real. Uh, and if you stopped and looked at them, you were like, wait, wait a minute, what did that just say? We're going to share this and talk to Sabo, I think one of America's most important artists right now, in 60 seconds. Stand by. So, Goldline, even though the Washington Post said, and I just read the story to you about 20 minutes ago, I mean, can there be too much good news on the economy? Well, there could be, but there's not, uh, Washington Post. These people are so dangerous. The economy is not fine. Inflation, they'll say, isn't real. It is. The United States' long-term credit default credit rating just downgraded to reflect fiscal deterioration. Look at what, look at our cities. We were just talking about San Francisco. It's a ghost town. They are gutting this country, and you will be impoverished. Please do your own homework on this. This week, Goldline is re-offering the most popular special they've ever run before. Just like uh, inflation and U.S. debt downgrades, their special is back with one-ounce gold legal tender bars. If you buy one-ounce gold legal tender bar card, you're going to receive Goldline's exclusive two-ounce silver maple flex bar absolutely free. This is something years ago I suggested to Goldline and the Canadian Mint, and they made them. And they're like little credit cards, but they break up into pieces with the Canadian Mint stamp on it, so you know it's pure gold or pure silver. And you can use it and break it up into pieces to use it for trade if you would ever need that. Call Goldline now. Find out how to get started in gold or silver. Please look into this and find out if it's right for you. Call Goldline at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Sabo, my man. Hello, how are you? How are you? <laughs> I am very good. I love what you did to the American Airlines Arena. Uh, I am so sick of the woke policies that are coming through these uh, airlines especially. And let me just read some of the, um, the some of the text. You describe the picture. It says, welcome to the woke American Airlines. My pronouns are he, she, it, lost, baggage. <laughs> uh, who, who said AI doesn't work uh, with that image? <laughs> so this image is, I can't tell, woman, man, light blue suit, uh, looks almost like a, like a military uniform, but it's American Airlines and pink hair. I don't know. I just don't want whatever that thing is flying my plane. <laughs> Uh, then you have a poster that looks like a poster for the real uh, fight. It says gender inclusive, 
Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. He, him versus he, him, asterisk. American Airlines Center policy is gender inclusive. Welcome to the woke American Airlines. How was the response to, to this from American Airlines in the American Airlines arena? Uh, you know, I haven't heard directly. Uh, thank God. I'm just lucky I'm not in a jail cell. I could say uh, the second I put up the first poster, security was pretty much all on me. I had like five instances where where police were driving past watching what I was doing. So I didn't know if I was going to have a heart attack or an aneurysm. Uh, So (laughs) the response that I had was uh, fear. So, so how do you get away with this? Honestly, you, you do, you do this all over California. Um, I, by the way, uh, I highly recommend that you buy his art. I think he is going to be remembered. Sorry to talk about you like you're not here. Um, but I think Sabo is going to be remembered as one of the most important artists of our day. Uh, he doesn't get any press really except negative because he is on the freedom side and uh, his his stuff is very, very powerful. And I think an investment. So go to unsavoryagents.com. That's still your address, isn't it? Unsavoryagents.com. Okay. So how do you get away with this, Sabo? I have no idea. You know, <laughs> um, uh, when that first police officer drove by and stopped, uh i had no i was in such fear because i had no idea what i was going to tell him and when he left my assistant said i think you're invisible and uh so i have no idea (laughs) i think someone's just smiling on me in uh in texas they may have agreed with you one of my favorites is uh is kind of a flashback to the old um uh airplane movies and it says, American Airlines, if you like old comedies, then you'll love our corporate policies. Get woke with American Airlines, where diversity comes before safety. We have a first class, business class, and woke class, where your middle seat can identify as a window seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So great. Now, this was brought on by their... Uh, idea that they're going to have diversity in the cockpit. Is that what brought this on? Yes. And uh, when when I hear something like that, all I can think of is 300 people's lives in the hands of someone who got hired as a token or a diversity hire. And we see how diversity Mm -hmm. hires work out with Kamala Harris. So not very well. Yeah. Yeah. I have to tell you, the airlines, I think they're getting worse and worse. They're more militant than ever. Um, uh, my family been flying back and forth um, on uh, another airline, Delta, who's always been pretty good. And it is, I mean, the they've been delayed for two days. I mean, it's been really bad. And some of these airlines, the way they're going... And what the government is saying that, you know, you're not going to go on vacation on an airplane anymore. It seems like they're working hand in hand to make airlines uh, less desirable, uh, to have them not really function other than like a third world country. And just sometimes I've been on airplanes where I feel like I'm a hostage. Yeah, sometimes you are. They'll let you sit on the tarmac for an hour and not even let you get up and use a restroom. 
But I think corporations are starting to figure this out. I mean, we saw what happened to Bud Light and with Target and with all the boycotts. Uh, I mean, from what I understand, even BlackRock is starting to jump off that that little wagon of theirs. Because it's, uh, it's almost like you woke up one morning and corporations just said, well, screw profits. Who needs them? Yep, it is. But they're learning. Um, I, I, uh, well, I hope they are. I hope they are. I think some of these are going to play it to the death. Um, and, uh, you know, the death of their corporation couldn't come at a, to a, a group of uh, more deserving uh, companies than the ones that are out. Two of the fav- my favorite uh, pieces of art that you have uh, you've done recently, the Pinhead Fauci is absolutely fantastic. And then you go into, explain that one, so if anybody hasn't seen it. Uh, you know, it's pin- Pinhead from that movie Hellraiser, and uh, it just looks like Anthony Fauci. I can tell you when I was putting that poster up, I saw my, my container of glue get kicked over. I thought it was my assistant, but it was the owner of the building with a, screwdriver pointed at my back so um that's mm. I, that's all i remember when i think of that poster but but yeah that was the reaction <laughs> to covid uh that was my reaction yeah. to covid and uh i'm kind of uh, i did quite a number of hits for covid so um you know at uh, least i was busy you, then. you did some of your best work I, I think i think the best political uh uh, I don't know, a poster that I've ever seen that hits harder and is more well done than anything uh, that you usually see is your anti-vaxxer, where your A and your V are made to look like a, a Star of David. Uh, and it uh, it absolutely looks like it could be pulled out of the 30s. And it just says, report anti-vaxxers, call 310, and then it gives the number, which I think was what you were supposed to do in California, would call a number and report on people. And it says, because you care, and they don't. But you, yeah. the picture you have on your website is you've posted it on uh, a, um, a, a, a Jewish uh, uh, synagogue, it appears to mm-hmm. be. How did that well, go is. over? It didn't go over well. And, uh, it was kind of disappointing. <laughs> Some of my best friends are Jewish. I have absolutely no problem with Jewish people, but believe me, I have friends who right. don't seem to like them for whatever reason. But uh, but I knew that there was going to be some heat for this, and from what I understand, the West Hollywood police were looking for me, and they were comparing me with all these anti-Jewish hate messages that are going around the mm. country. And what I, what I always try and say is, no, this is a cautionary tale. Uh, we don't want to go is. back to where we were in the 30s. And, you know, the saying, never forget. Well, I'm trying to help you not forget. And um, and the sad part is, you know, I, you, I get labeled uh, anti-Semite for doing it. And I picked that location because you, you want a nice photograph, something that applies. And so, yeah, I know the synagogue and, um, and you know, I think it just fit. Uh, I, I tell you, the... Um uh, the bravery that it takes, and I know you and your uh, your cohorts do it in the middle of the night, but um, you are you are you have a huge target on your back, and it amazes me that you aren't more famous than you are. And I think that's just because the powers of be do not want to expose you to people because some of the stuff you do is just so powerful. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. And uh, honestly, pr- professionally speaking, all, all I ever focused on was the next hit. It, it's like uh, I wasn't the kind of person that really tried to milk the attention that I get. And I'd probably be a lot further along financially if I did. But um, oh, sure. Uh, yeah, but you're right. It's like the art community isn't going to embrace me. But uh, but I've learned that if if you just fight hard and push push hard, you'll get there. So hopefully this will be a, it's definitely going to be an interesting year coming up. So I have, uh, uh, I have the towers uh, painting that you did, which was the twin towers kind of looks like a tarot card. Can you explain that one just a little bit? Uh, I did that like a, a day or two after nine 11. And uh, if, if you look into the meaning of the tarot cards, there's a card called the tower. And, and I, I, it was obviously for me, it was very difficult. I'm an ex-Marine or I'm a Marine. And to see what happened in New York really hit hard. But I think if you really want to either take on or understand the people that did this, you kind of have to put yourself in their mindset. And that's what that piece, that was an exercise for me. I was like, what were these people on those planes thinking when they hit those towers? And they were thinking that they were knocking the crown off of the great Satan. And I, I think to be a good communicator or a good artist, you have to be like a good lawyer. You have, your mind has to go to these places in order to find the art, the art that you want to do. And, uh, and yeah, so, so that, that was one of the first, first pieces I did after 9-11. The next one was the, uh, the F piece a warbird that I did. I don't know if I can cuss on you. Yeah. But, but, uh, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> it's broadcast. Yeah, those are like brother and sister pieces. And, uh, two of my oldest yeah. pieces, actually. I, th- I think I may have, uh, may own that one as well. Uh, have you sold the death, uh, the COVID? That is brilliant. The, uh, tarot card of death that's COVID. No, you know, I, no, I'm making a series. I, I've got a death one. And what was the other one? I have a third one. That um, uh, oh, uh, it was anti-war, it was wasn't it? Steel. No, it was stop the steal. It was uh, the gentleman with the uh, uh, horn hat, and he's like stepping off the cliff. That those are all based on tarot cards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that uh, there were... Yeah, I'm hoping that that series touches on uh, very important, pivotal moments in the country. And, uh, you know, one could say COVID was just COVID, but no, COVID destroyed a lot, not only in the country, but the world. And and, uh, it's still destroying. We're not the same. We're not the same country at all. No, we're not the same world. Definitely not the same country. No. And uh, one could say that uh, January 6th was the American right staff. And um, we're starting Mm. to see how the feds were involved and and just how much rot is is around this country so uh, i I believe that that was a very pivotal moment in our history well um i really uh, appreciate your work as you know i collect your work and i highly recommend anybody um, collect the poster or or whatever you can i think uh what sabo does is so incredibly important insightful um you may not agree with everything that he says or what he prints, but it is absolutely brilliantly done. And I think in time, he, his work will be remembered as very, very important 
in the American story. Go to unsavoryagents.com. That's unsavoryagents.com. If you haven't sold uh, the death original yet, please hold that for me because I'll, I'll contact you because that is just brilliant stuff. Just brilliant stuff. Oh, well, I appreciate that. I just finished a 400-page uh, table book, and I'm looking for a publisher, so uh, call me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I will. I will. Yeah. I I, th- I think your work should absolutely be on coffee tables. I mean, coffee tables of people who are, you know, maybe a little edgy, uh, but well, I put it on mine. I think it's brilliant stuff. Or, or in your man cave. Yes. In your man cave. It is perfect. It is perfect. Great. Sable, thank you so much. appreciate it. God bless. Thank you. Thank you very much, Glenn. Have a good day. You bet. He is from unsavoryagents.com, unsavoryagents.com. All righty. How you doing, Stu? Uh, good, Glenn. I would also remind people that uh, he, uh, remember when Nancy Pelosi did her little, uh, she was telling uh-huh. everybody they, cause she couldn't leave the house, and then she went to go get, get a mm-hmm. nice uh, haircut, blow dry uh, situation uh, mm-hmm. in the middle of COVID, and uh, and there was maybe Sabo's, some of his uh, top work where he did a Nancy Pelosi blow me for the blow drying uh, uh, poster and t-shirt uh, and you, it's up at uh, shop.blazemedia.com oh if you wanted to get the sticker or the mug or the t-shirt so good uh, it's up there yeah. it's, it's, it's a fascinating one people always enjoy it uh, I have his original Hillary flying monkeys uh, that he hung on telephone wires all through the streets of mm. uh, LA I mean I've got I've got a lot of his stuff that is, is in the museum now just being held because I think his stuff is really, it's really edgy, but it is really good, and he is very brave. Yeah, very I think, brave. I don't know how much you've gone through the site. I mean, some of it you would say is maybe even beyond really edgy. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For some of it is really bad. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, bad in, uh, in a, you know, uh, anyway, um, preborn. <laughs> Uh, Let me tell you about uh, Planned Parenthood right now, raking in billions of dollars, including millions in taxpayer funding. uh, And, you know, that means despite their clientele beginning to dwindle, they're still generating a huge profit. Preborn is stealing their clientele, and uh, we are celebrating that. The expectant mothers and the babies that they're trying to kill are going over to Preborn. Preborn operates on a very slim budget. They don't have any governmental funding. They still save over 200 babies' lives every day. And that's because of you. 200 babies' lives every day. When you donate tax-deductible $28 to Preborn, you're offering a free ultrasound to an expectant mother that's caught in crisis. Once she sees and, uh, and hears the heartbeat, she sees her child on the screen, chances that she will choose life for that child double. Please sponsor a baby's life today. Your gift is tax deductible. Just dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash back. That's preborn.com slash back sponsored by preborn. 10 seconds station ID. Uh, can I play the um, audio from Joe Rogan? Cut six. Listen to this. He's talking about president. Yeah, I guess you would probably have at least an idea of how you would do it differently and better. 
And he's also got a very popular voice. Like, if he decided to run for president, like, say if Trump, let's just make a scenario, Trump wins in 2024, he has four years. If Tucker went to run in 2028, he could win. He really could yeah. win, because it would be kind of carrying those policies, but also, he's a sort of a no-nonsense guy who exposes mm -hmm. Yeah. In a pretty humorous way, in a very insightful and biting way. And that's what he was really good at on his television show. Yeah. And he red-pilled a lot of left-wing people. There's a lot of left-wing people during the pandemic that's a Tucker Carlson's a propagandist, and he's a mm -hmm. piece of and is a right-wing And then as time went on, they're like, he's saying a lot that's right. Like, why are they locking these tests? Why are they making kids wear masks? Like, is there any science to it? The presidential election, he's talking about 2028. Let's talk a few minutes here about 2024 and how things are shaping up and everything the deep state is doing to destroy Donald Trump. The things that are being done across the board, we talk about that in just a minute. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. Michael lives in Connecticut. He wrote to tell us about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, Relief Factor helped to almost completely eliminate my elbow pain. I couldn't find any solution. It's a great product. It helped me so much uh, with a lot of other aches and pains as well. But since I started Relief Factor, I feel like I have more energy. I feel better. Thank you, Relief Factor. Well, Michael, you're welcome. I'm glad you tried it. If you're living with constant pain in your life, I want you just to consider trying Relief Factor. It doesn't work for everybody, and they're upfront about that. You know, it works for about 70% of the people who try it. They go on to order more every single month. I'm here to tell you today is the day to just try the solution. It's Relief Factor. Just try it. Three-week quick start. You're out $19.95 if it doesn't work. But if it does work... You get your life back. It's a trial pack now. Take it for three weeks as directed. 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Dark Future, the new book from Glenn Beck, available everywhere now. And you can get it at glennsnewbook.com. Something really important uh, is happening in Ohio today that you really need to be aware of. And it comes down to a couple of basic things. One, life. It has to do with abortion. It's a vote about basically to whether to raise the percentage needed to amend the Ohio Constitution from 50 to 60 percent. And this is basically be done by Republicans who are trying to stop abortion activists from putting this thing through where they're going to come up with this you know, very confusingly worded you know amendment that will get 50.1 percent of the vote in ohio and put in one of the mm -hmm. most extreme abortion policies uh, in america 
Um, and they know this is coming, so they're trying to stop it by raising the constitutional amendment percentage from 50 to 60%. And I thought of you, Glenn, immediately when I saw this, because uh, you have been talking about warning about direct democracy, pointing out that we are a constitutional republic, not a democracy, talking about how these ballot initiatives kind of came into play back in the progressive era. And, I mean, isn't... Forget even the abortion part of this for a second. The idea that you can amend a constitution at 50.1% is on its face insane insane and against what the founders believed, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So here's here's the thing. Our founders, unlike, uh, you know, most people on the right and the left, but especially the left, have not done their homework. Most people have not done what the founders did, and that is study every system of government that has ever been tried. And they found that democracies destroy themselves quickly because if you have a direct vote and it takes 51 percent or 50 and one vote, you can sway 50 percent, especially if you if you figure out that the one side can just say, I'm going to take the stuff and the money of the other side. So we're going to tax them to death and give it to us. Once that happens, you've lost democracy and you can vote in like right now. I am very, very concerned that we are all looking for an uh, uh, a a dictator. We'll never call him that, but we're looking for somebody who will be unrestrained. And if one of these candidates, I don't care who it is, if if Ramaswamy or or uh, Donald Trump or DeSantis or Mike Pence or any of them any of them stood up to the right and they had the power and they said, you know what? I'm just going to executive order all of this and we're going to destroy all of this. There'd be a lot of people that claim they believe in the constitution that would clamor for that because they're tired of being hammered all the time. And the left is doing this. But the good news is the left is losing their base because there is enough of American republicanism, not the kind of meaning you voted for the Republicans, but a republic that you know that you can't rule by majority rule. It doesn't work. Bullies get in charge that way. There's enough people waking up on the left that are going, wait a minute, this doesn't look good. But unfortunately, there is also a growing number of people on the right that do want direct democracy. They do want somebody just to take care of all of it. That's really dangerous. And that's what happens at the end uh, of a republic that has lasted this long. The Constitution, the average age of a Constitution is 17.6 years. That's remarkable. That means really old constitutions in the world will last 40 years. The average is 17.6. Do you know what an outlier that makes our constitution? And here's what happened. It lasted and lasted and we held it together, you know, just barely. We weren't always living it. We weren't living the constitution all the time. And we certainly were not living up to our mission statement, which is we hold these things to be self-evident in the Declaration of Independence. But you couldn't you couldn't move. um, You couldn't move people because they knew their history. They knew that they were in charge, not Washington. 
And you couldn't get things passed. Now, you could get constitutional amendments that were crazy. For instance, uh, the uh, prohibition. Prohibition came at a time where there was religious fervor in the country. And alcoholism is not like it is now. Imagine alcoholism where it is incurable, where you never get better. You don't know any recovering alcoholics. There's no such thing as a recovering alcoholic. Okay. If you have alcoholism and especially if it's a disease and it runs in the family, you come from a family of alcoholics, you're doomed. You're doomed. The minute you become an alcoholic, there is no escape. And so the, with the religious fervor and the fact that at the time there was no cure for that, People were like, booze is evil. It destroys families. It breaks up communities. It destroys good human beings. It should not be a part of our society. So they passed a a constitutional uh, amendment. And we outlawed all liquor in the country. Well, the people who could have seen it coming and knew what was coming, knew that that would just create even more problems and it would be a a criminal uh, organization that would just now control all of the booze because people want to feel that and they made it themselves and et cetera, et cetera. Average people wanted it. So what happened? We passed another amendment to say no to that amendment. But once we got into the real progressive era where people were saying, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, you want what exactly? Because they passed one, they changed the Senate. The Senate was supposed to answer to the states, not to the country. But the senator from Texas was responsible for doing what was right for Texas. So the people were represented in the House. Then the, the states were represented as 50 separate states. And then the the president and the Supreme Court represented the Constitution. The reason why we have a veto is because the president is supposed to say, I may not agree with it, but I think it's constitutional. That way he could veto. He couldn't veto that. But if he said, I think this is unconstitutional, then he could veto. We still believed in the Constitution and the process, and it should be hard. What people always say is, you know, everything's too complex. It's too hard. It's just too slow. They'll never get anything done. That's the point of the U.S. Constitution, to slow people down. So when there is a problem, they can't just say, rouse, rouse, round them up and shove them into a camp. Because when people are desperate, when they're hungry, when they're in trouble, they will do those things. So to have a constitutional amendment that doesn't have a very high bar, the progressives will tell you now we can't pass one. But what I will tell you now is we stop trying to pass them. We stopped trying to pass one. If we could get the Congress and we could get people to say, I want a constitutional amendment that you don't spend more than you bring in, that you can't borrow this, that you have a term limit, we could absolutely pass that. It was only when the Democrats and the Republicans were so spooked by the power of FDR that we quickly passed an amendment that said four years 
and then another eight, another another four to make eight as a total, and then he cannot serve anymore. But for some reason, those same people could not pass a term limit for themselves in Congress. Hmm. It can be done. They just know in the in the progressive movement that they can't convince 70 percent of us to do something. You're telling me that we couldn't pass a constitutional amendment today that said you have to show a proper form of ID to be able to vote. You have to do it to ride on an airplane. You have to do it to check into a hotel. You don't have to do it. It's somehow another racist at the voting booth, but not racist everywhere else. The reason why they never bring this up is because the American people disagree with our so-called representatives. It's the highest uniting idea out there, and that is voter ID laws. Both the Republicans and the Democrats in the, that are supposedly being representative agree with it, but the representatives don't. But I'm telling you right now, if there was a movement to pass a constitutional amendment on that, it would pass. They just don't want it. So they will lower the threshold to get de- direct democracy, which our founders found will collapse. It always collapses because Somebody will say, hey, vote for this power. Give me this power. And we're close to that now. We're doing it now with the left. Give me this power and I'll solve these problems. And they don't solve them. It makes it into a dictatorship. Certainly not a democracy. A democracy is a democracy until you vote for a dictator. Mm. Uh, There's a lot there. I mean, I think to go back to the the foundation of all of this we're talking about in ohio uh, you would i guess support then the raising the uh, the standard to 60 percent uh, as i would yes. as well i mean it's really really crucial and that vote by the way if you're in ohio is today it's the only thing on the ballot go out and vote for it today it's crucial you gotta do it not only they for- will organize they will yeah. organize to make sure that you don't You've got to go vote for that. And they'll say, you're a bigot. You want to stifle people's votes. You want to stifle their voices. No, you want a republic, a constitutional republic that is not to the whims of whoever can whip up a crowd. You've got to have you've got to pass this, Ohio. Yes. Go out and vote today. Sixty percent is the least of uh, that that should be set out for a constitutional amendment. Obviously, it's much harder to do an American constitutional amendment. Right now, Glenn, with it at 50%, the U.S. Constitution, of course, has been amended, what, 27 times. Uh, Ohio's Constitution has been amended 172 times. Uh, This is absurd. It's supposed to be a statement of fundamental values and principles. And uh, obviously... You know who that sounds uh, like? No, that sounds like? Who? A communist country. Hmm. Sounds like Soviets. Soviets amended and wrote new constitutions over and over and over again, because if you have a direct democracy or if you have a dictatorship, there's always some new shiny object that you have to change the laws. And so we're going to fix it this time. That's what happens. That's why this constitution has lasted not 17.6 like the average, But we're coming up to 250 years, the longest of any constitution in world history.
Our sponsor this half hour, um, I want to tell you about Good Ranchers. Um, I'm going out on a limb here and thinking that you like meat. Um, even if you don't like meat, that maybe you think, I don't know, people should be able to choose. And I don't mean bug meat. I mean a great steak, a great hamburger, piece of chicken, whatever it is. You should have the right to have that. And it should come from our own uh, country. I don't understand this thinking. We all learned what happened after COVID. We saw the supply chain break down. Do you know that 85% of all the grass-fed beef in America that is sold is not a product of the U.S., even though it has that little sticker on it? That means that was just cut up in parts in America. 85% of our grass-fed beef comes from overseas. What does that mean if we have another crisis? We have got to empower our ranchers and take care of our ranchers and our farmers. Head on over to GoodRanchers.com and use my promo code BECK. You'll save $30 off any box of great American meat. Good Ranchers. You can feel good about the 100% American locally sourced meat and chicken and fish. Plus, you'll make it a remember uh, a summer to remember by just having just great meat at a good price delivered directly to your door. And you lock in the price. That is so important with inflation going. Go to GoodRanchers.com right now. Use the promo code BECK. Save $30 off at GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. Save 30% promo code BECK. Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, filled with lies. Uh, that's what it is. It's the Glenn Beck program filled with lies. Uh, he comes on the air. Filled and he with lies. Lies to you really? every single day. He says he leads okay. with his mistakes, which of course is another uh-huh. lie, as he has not yet told you Bring the it lie on. he told you last okay. break. Uh, you claimed, oh boy, inaccurately, uh-huh. that inaccurately the, that the United States of America has the world's oldest constitution. And of course, uh, the mm. truth of that is the Republic of Monjaro uh, has the uh, no, uh, <laughs> Monjaro. Monjaro. Come to the mountainous jungle <laughs> island of Monjaro. Mountainous jungle <laughs> island. I'm going to book a trip today. Um, no, actually, the oldest constitution in the world, written in 1600, is San Marino. The fifth smallest country in the world, population 33,000, surrounded entirely by Italy, but has the oldest constitution Mm. actually written in 1600. So uh, you're a liar. I apologize. Mm -hmm. I I apologize (laughs) Mm -hmm. that I missed Manjaro. We have a huge audience in San Marino. Yeah, I know we do. King Kong used to be huge and fat until he came to the jungle mountainous (laughs) island of Manjaro. It does sound like a, a, a wonderful getaway it does. where maybe they're experimenting on dinosaurs. Like maybe they escaped. Yeah, it could be. At some it point. could be. It could happen. You may be, you, you may be a science experience. You may be an experiment locked into a cage and lose your eyes and an arm might fall off. But you'll be in Manjaro. I mean, they can't change the name of that. They got to keep it. They've got to keep it. Manjaro. No, it just sounds no. like a luxurious. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. 
It's a lot like the island of Dr. Monroe, but it sounds like Manjaro. <laughs> oh, there you go. So Glenn, the, the summary of the today's yeah, show, like Glenn's a liar. Um, uh, King Kong is on the Manjaro. island of Manjaro. <laughs> and also <laughs> vote in Ohio. Please vote in Ohio today. Vote. Please vote. vote in Ohio today. Vote. Get the thing up to 60%. So it's ridiculous important. where it is now change that you can do mr franklin what have you given us a republic if you can keep it the glenn back program